It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You are now listening to The Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business. Joined as always by my faithful co-host, Dave Professor Christian, rocking an Adidas sweatshirt today. What's up, Dave? Yeah, rocking Adidas. I got Adidas sweatpants on, Adidas sweatshirt on. I got slippers on. I don't have Adidas slippers, so. Are you listening to corn today? I am not listening to corn. No. (laughs) Actually, I don't have a lot of corn on. It's gonna, I almost said iPod, Mike, which would have dated me. Hmm. Um, not that that happens very often, but I guess I'm getting up there. You know, it's funny talking about that with all the Adidas. Um, I was just thinking today how difficult it was trying to fit in in the late 90s, early 2000s, when your parents would not buy you Jinkos. Hmm. But uh, not everything fits, just like some trade targets do not make sense if you're a contending team, but that's okay because we're going to tell you players to avoid as well damn skippy we are so let's get right into it you like that segue master over here that's me (laughs) but nate we're talking about you right now and you got a guy that you're targeting and you know what before you talk about this player i want to say for whatever reason people have been ready to move off of him and i think targeting him is a fantastic idea because he's been nothing but consistent and reliable who are we talking about tell us Thank you. Can you look up his contract while I'm talking about him so you can give me how many years he's got left? I think it's two. But let's talk about DK Metcalf, who has now officially upgraded from young stud wide receiver to value veteran at only 26 years old, Mike. It's like, oh, DK Metcalf was so 2021. Two years left on this deal. Two years left on his deal with the Seahawks. He's going to be hitting free agency as a 28-year-old in his prime. He's going to get paid, get to go wherever he wants. He's going to be the top wide receiver in the market most likely that year. Same. Look, DK Metcalf, he is a talented guy. And we're looking at him like a veteran now. A lot of people are. They're like, oh, JSN's there. I like JSN. But, like, DK Metcalf is falling down boards. Right now, or, or DLF, he's 41 in ADP, wide receiver 15. But keep trade cut. They're much lower on DK Metcalf. They have his ADP at 52, almost a full round later, and he's wide receiver 23. You're telling me that DK Metcalf is almost outside of the 25 top 
wide receivers in dynasty. That just blows my mind, Mike, when he's only 26 years old. If he was 29, I would get it. But he's 26, and he has really good stats to start his year. He has been one of the best wide receivers over the last five years, Mike. He's been very consistent, too. Yeah. Look, uh, this is in comparison to other wide receivers since 2000, five years into the career. DK Metcalf is seventh most with touchdowns, with 42 receiving touchdowns. Only behind Odell Beckham Jr., A.J. Green, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, Tyreek Hill, Megatron, and number one, Des Bryant. That's that's really good company to be in. That's a star-studded list yeah. right there. And, and DK Metcalf is right there with those guys as one of the most productive wide receivers in his first five years. You know, 5,332 yards. He's only missed the thousand yard mark mark once. Otherwise, we've talked about him like maybe we're talking about Mike Evans. You know, he's got the 18th most receiving yards in his first five years since 2000 of any wide receiver. Um, you know, he he's been consistent. He scores touchdowns. He's locked in for two years in a good situation. Then he's going into free agency, which I know a lot of times we get scared when guys go into free agency. But hey, if you're going into free agency, he's a 28 year old wide receiver who, at that point, if he if he just continues to do what he has done. We're going to be looking at his career already as a really good career. So Metcalf is just a really good wide receiver. I don't know why you don't want him on your team. I understand there's some more fun options out there. But he's been a top 24 wide receiver in points per game over the last four years. I understand. Look, uh, we talked about it a couple months ago, I think. You know, Deacon Metcalf, maybe he doesn't have that top 12 wide receiver, top eight wide receiver season finish in him anymore because of the situation. But consistency as – a really high-end wide receiver too. That's what you're getting with Metcalf. You want that. And you can get him right now for like a late first, I think. Like not like the 112, but like the 108, 109, I think gets you in the conversation of going after and getting DK Metcalf. So basically, do you want to go after Brian Thomas Jr. or Troy Franklin? Go get DK Metcalf. If I'm a competitive team, probably Metcalf because I'm hoping that one of those guys gives me the production that Metcalf has basically over the last five years. I'm going to continue to get that for another four or five years out of him. I'll take that in one quarterback, probably more like the 105, 106 is what we're looking at. I think he's a value right now. If I have to pay up with like three different things to get him, I'm probably not looking to do that because I don't think he is that top, top tier asset. But if you can get him for a value right now, I think DK Metcalf is one of the best targets. Nate, I love this. And DK Metcalf, one other thing too, he does not miss a lot of games. You're talking about consistency. He's consistently in the lineup. He has not. I think uh, this year was the first year he ever missed a game because 19 and 20, he played 16 games and then they went to the 17 game season. Sorry, 18 mm-hmm. game season in 2021, played 17, 17, and then 16 last year. So, you know, I'm not a Seahawks fan. I don't know why he wasn't playing. Might have been a week 18 type deal, uh, something like that. I don't know. But look, DK Metcalf, he racks it up, man. I love yeah. this. I'm all in on this. And for that price, um, yeah. I don't have a problem with it. But, Nate, you know, sometimes I can be a little negative when it comes to people. I like to poo-poo on things a little bit. Just tell you, okay. hey, break down that narrative. But here's one narrative that I can't break down, and that's I want to avoid soon-to-be free agent running back Tony Pollard, formerly of the Dallas Cowboys. Maybe he comes back. I don't see it happening. Um, one thing I'll say about Jerry Jones, if he sees a glaring need and he can fill it with a first-round pick, he's going to do it. And I respect that. There's a lot of people who – at the time, I think they didn't believe that they needed Ezekiel Elliott. I believe DeMarco Murray might have been there or somebody else so. yeah. a while ago. So, but hey, he's like, look, we're just going to do this. And it worked. Zeke had a really good career. Really good career there. Uh, 
with the Cowboys. Tony Pollard, not so much. It's been in a, in a inconsistent not as efficient last year as he was in 22 nate he actually needed 59 more carries to get two less yards and he started 13 more games how (laughs) frustrating is that for a fantasy football manager yeah i saw you put that note on the show sheet and that actually made me laugh well things like that frustrate me because you're getting all the opportunity and we're talking about this is a fantastic opportunity in fantasy football that's what we do yeah and the dallas cowboys for the most part, always have a very good offensive line. They're mm-hmm. built well there. They're built very good on the offensive and defensive lines. So, Tony Pollard, you had the opportunity for sure. Like I said, going to be a free agent most likely. Hey, one bright spot, he did have 55 receptions, but a career low 5.7 yards per reception and no receiving touchdowns. Not great, Nate. So, at the you know, is ADP around a guy like Tajay Spears? Who's the 77th player? He's running back 16. Wouldn't you rather have Tajay Spears right now? I would. Yeah. I, I would rather have Tajay Spears. Yeah. And you could get much, uh, Tajay much for like, but you know, late first, if you're trying to trade for a guy like Tajay, could we try for two seconds? We could try. I don't think it happens, to be honest with you. I think, I think people see that one in the draft yeah. pick number. And when it comes to starting running backs, that is the key factor to me. It is. So, um, yeah, I'm avoiding Tony Pollard. Nate, what do you got for me? I am avoiding a player as well, Mike. I love it. And, and I agree. Well, thank you. Thank you. Because I could see the sushi. <laughs> I am avoiding Christian Watson. Christian Watson, um, number yeah. one, has struggled to stay healthy. He's only, he only played in 10 games this season. Um, didn't play a full season last year as well. You know, he's got those soft tissue injuries. We, we know how those can affect a player throughout their career. He did say that he was going to take this offseason and really try to dive into the issue and see why he was having all these soft tissue issues. He's going to see if he could do something about it. So I don't know how much you can do about it. I'm not on the cutting edge of medication. and I and do like therapy. that, though, that he realizes there's a problem. He's going yeah. to address it. And, you know, for his sake of his career and for Green Bay Packers fans, I hope he does. Yeah, he, he said something akin to – I know it's like it's I can't control it. Like it's not my fault, but it's my body, so I have to be responsible for it. I get that. And I, I respect that. That's that's I great self awareness. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that works out for him. But if it does, if it doesn't, I'm still worried about Christian Watson because Mike, he finished as the fourth wide receiver in the Green Bay Packers, and they have some talented wide receivers in front of him. They do. He, he's wide receiver 31 right now on keep trade cut. He's still got pretty good value, um, but. Fourth in targets, fourth in receptions, fourth in receiving yards among those wide receivers in Green Bay. You got Jaden Reed there. You got Romeo Dubs there, Dontavian Wicks. Even if Christian Watson does work out, he's got a lot of competition there. And he'd have to be really, really worked out to be the one there. Because it's not like, hey, he just has to like hit a couple of thresholds and all of a sudden he's the bona fide wide receiver one for Jordan Love. No, he's there's a lot of competition there. Yeah. You have to be a really good wide receiver to jump that pack. So if, if he does get this this injury thing worked out and he is a bit more consistent on the field, he's there's just a lot of mouths to feed there. I think there's guys that are more efficient than him, guys who are able to stay on the field, build that chemistry with Jordan Love. We saw it this year. Jaden uh, Reed, a great breakout year. Romeo Dubs came up clutch in the playoffs. Dontavian Wicks had a breakout at the end of the year. I think those are the three guys moving forward. We talked to Bob before. He said that there are some rumors they might look to trade Christian Watson. I don't think they do, um, but – 
that's always a possibility. I might be more interested in him somewhere else, honestly. I just think he's the odd man out. You know, I don't think the volume would be great for him, but he'd probably make some pretty big plays. Yeah, for sure. But I just think he's the odd man out with this group and the fact that he hasn't really been able to get on the field. And even when he was on the field, Mike, in the two playoff games the Green Bay Packers played, he had to combine three targets. Hmm. So that just just doesn't elicit a lot of optimism and hope for me. So for Christian Watson, I am looking to to avoid him. If I have him, sell him. I, I'd much rather pivot pivot to Chris Godwin, a Christian Kirk. If I'm a competitive team, if I want to get a little bit younger, a Josh Downs, Jahan Dotson. I take a I take a role in Jahan Dotson um, rather than Christian Watson. Um, I, I have a bit more faith in Dotson. He has shown up. He has played. He's been on the field. He's gotten snaps. He hasn't been efficient the past year, but he's out there. And I think if they get a quarterback upgrade, there's something to be said for that. If I'm selling. Christian Watson, I'm looking to get a, a late first back if I can. I don't think you can at this point. I think it's going to be more so an early second, um, which I'm also fine with because I think I can get a wide receiver in the early second or running back in the early second that I would rather have straight up than Christian Watson. We'll say it's a shame too because I would love – I agree with you, by the way, that I would avoid him. I'd love to buy him low. I just don't think you can, yeah. unfortunately. The hype is still there. Just like well, When you say buy low, Mike, what are you thinking? What are you thinking for Christian Watson? What's what's worth it for you to take a a, a role in him? Like a mid to late second, because I'm concerned about the the soft tissues. But you're not going to get him for that. Yeah, I I think a mid second still be too rich for me. Honestly, yeah. pretty down on Watson, and I, I, hate, I hate being down on Watson because I I yeah. got to watch him in college. I actually got to watch him. He played Towson University. And I got Towson. to watch Christian Watson, and he, and he 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 blew him up, and he looked incredible. But. uh between the injuries, between the competition, and just the fact that he hasn't been on the field to work with Jordan Love, I think he just is the odd man out at this point. And if he's valued at like the wide receiver 50, I, I, you know, I'm worth taking a shot on him. But wide receiver 31 right now, still, still kind of eliciting that value. I'm just not about it. Would you like a fun fact about the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs this year? We'd love to hear it. Well, I'll flip the script for you. The Dallas Cowboys were the first team to ever lose to a seven seed in the playoffs. You've mentioned that quite a few times, Mike. And I'm not going to stop. <laughs> but what I'm going to do is stop talking, and we'll be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. After a word from our sponsors. Give it up for Jordan Love, beating the hated Dallas Cowboys. Bob was fretting about that game, too. I said, hey, the Cowboys were beatable, and that was no cap, as the youths like to say. I don't know what that means. I'm not wearing a hat, so I'm assuming that I'm right on. But you know what I am doing? I'm targeting Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, no more. 21st player off the board in ADP. 
quarterback 15 in a super flex league. Brock Purdy's going to be, he's not a system quarterback, Nate. He makes all the throws that you need him to, but he's a really, really solid quarterback too. And you have to be honest with you, a guy like this with these guys around him, Debo Samuel, Brandon, Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, there are weeks where he could be the quarterback one on your team, just the way that the 49ers play football. By the way, in fourth quarter and overtime, teams coached by Kyle Shanahan have been outscored 46 to nothing in the Super Bowl. Just throwing that out there. So um, he was quarterback six on the season, too. Pretty impressive for a guy that was the last pick of the draft. You know, I, I just like what I'm seeing and bringing up some stats here. Last year, played 16 games, did not have to play that last game, but 4,280 yards, 31 touchdowns, 11 interceptions. By the way, Nate, he led the NFL with a 7% touchdown rate. Pretty he was impressive. very efficient. Yeah. Extremely, extremely efficient. Almost a 70 percent completion percentage last year 69.4 percent that is what you want he has a career 68.7 percent completion percentage he doesn't really put the ball in harm's way yes he did have 11 interceptions last year i understand that but he also played you know triple the amount of games that he did the year before so <laughs> you know you're going to throw more interceptions yeah for sure i love this and you even in a one quarterback league Great guy to have as a backup, or there might be weeks we're looking at the matchup. You might want to start him over somebody else. So in a super flex league, I think you're going to have to start somewhere around a mid first, like the 106 to 109 ish. And you'll probably have to add something on top of that. I would try for a third. Might have to be a little bit more. We want to start in quarterback in a super flex league. That's what they cost. Mm-hmm. In one quarterback league on keep trade cut, he's actually valued close to like a late 25 first. So. Um, if I can make that move, try to recoup that pick at some yeah. point. You know, honestly, Mike, if if, if Bo Nix or J.J. McCarthy end up being Brock Purdy, be pretty happy. Yeah, I, I would. I think right now the likelihood is more on J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, I think so I'm as well. I'm going to crap on Bo Nix so much because I know you like him, but I just like J.J. He's, he's, he's falling down the boards a little bit, it seems like. But I think Brock Purdy is a pretty good buy. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> On one level, I, I wouldn't buy him because this is probably like his peak season. Like he's probably going to regress next year. Naturally, he's got to regress a little bit. Like, But I, I expect him to kind of settle in like around quarterback 10, 12, 14, like a, a low-end quarterback one, high-end quarterback two. You know, you said before the pod, is Brock pretty the next Kirk Cousins? I don't know. You know, fantasy-wise, sure. And that would not be bad at all. You'd be well, happy to have that. No, because he's won playoff games. So, no, he's not. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> but – I'm not avoiding Brock Purdy because even with that regression, I still think he's a value right now with how he's being undervalued trade-wise. And ADP 21, I think that's that's pretty solid. But quarterback 15 off the board, I know he doesn't have the upside of some of the guys like Anthony Richardson, Justin Fields. But if if you're getting a really good quarterback too, and you have the draft capital to make this happen, and that's what you need for your competitive team, yeah, I think that's a good move to make. Did you see the little um, graphic today that no team that's lost to Kirk Cousins in the regular season has ever won the Super Bowl? I did see that. Interesting. The curse. Cousin curse. Yes. Um, Nate, who do you got next? You got a target for us. Yeah, I do. I have a tight end, Mike. I have a tight end here. And it is George Kittle. I'm once again going after a veteran player. George Kittle currently 76 and 80p. DLF. Tight end seven. 
And the tight end landscape has changed a lot in the past year. We've talked about it a good bit on this channel. Um, you know, Sam Laporta, uh, Dalton Kincaid, Trey McBride, these, these young guys have really opened up the tight end position. We don't have that top three, four, five. And if you don't have those guys, you got no one. Now there's 12, 15 guys you could go out and acquire and feel comfortable starting as your tight end. For sure. So naturally that, that lowers the, the upside, maybe the, the, the top potential value of a guy like George Kittle. Cause Hey, there's other guys I can get now. So I don't need George Kittle who at one point, you know, if I didn't have George Kittle or Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews, I didn't have anything at tight end. Now George Kittle is more replaceable, let's say, but he's still got some, some tread left on the tires. Mike, I'm going to just keep using that yes. one. He's got some gas left in the tank. He's only 30 years old, right? Travis Kelsey's 34 and a half. I think he's going to come back and play another season. He's going for that three-peat. So why don't we get another four or five seasons out of George Kittle? If I told you you got another four or five seasons out of George Kittle, you'd probably look at him a little bit differently than you're looking at him right now. You're just like, oh, George Kittle is an old tight end. I got to go get the young guys. Kittle's be doing going to be doing just fine for you moving forward. In fact, he just had one of his best seasons. 65 receptions for 1,020 yards and six touchdowns is very solid. He's been a top five tight end the last three years, a top six tight end in points per game the last six years, Mike. He's consistent. He's got the weekly upside to win you a week. You know he's going to get the production. The The injury thing, that was a worry with George Kittle for a little bit there. That's in it's, the past. It's gone. It's gone. He's yeah. only missed five games in the last three years. Yeah, and that's, so he's, you could deal with that. You could deal with that in the tight end position, sure. Yeah. So he's out there. He's available. Scoring points. He gives you the upside. He actually had the second highest air yards total of his career this year with Brock Purdy, 852 yards through the air, air yards. And that led to a career-high 15.7 yards per catch, Mike. That's awesome. So George Kittle is slightly less volume than we've seen before, but his efficiency, much like a lot of the 49ers offense, top-notch. George Kittle, I think, is a great buy right now. You can get him for a late first. The 112, a 2025 first, maybe if you have a 2025 late first, you probably move that, especially if a team is maybe looking at a rebuild and has George Kittle. There might be teams that are willing to move off George Kittle, especially a non tight end premium for a second round pick, like an early second or an early second with something on top. I think you can have, you can find teams going into the offseason that are looking at the young tight ends now available and looking to move off of George Kittle while they still can. Well, you can go buy George Kittle and take that production that he's going to have over the next couple of years because he's not done yet. This is not the, hey, let's move off of George Kittle. He's getting old. He's not as old as people think. Yeah, and I like this a lot too, to be honest with you. Like you said, the injury thing seems to be behind him. He's going to get nicked up. He plays tough. You know yeah, what I mean? It's just how it goes. Um, I don't hate this at all. And it's something that, yeah, you're competing, but – you can use them for a couple of years, kind of like if, if you get them for late first, you got to be pretty happy for that. If you're a competitive team, if you need a tight end, you can get them for like you know, somewhere back of the first. You're upgrading a position with a top guy right away. And one thing I wanted to mention too, I forgot to mention it when we talked about Brock Purdy. When you're talking about getting players for a contending team, competing team, however you want to phrase it, they don't have to be older, they're younger and they could be viable for a while, but they're still at the top of their game. That's yep. just as good too. But in this circumstance, I'm going to avoid a young wide receiver because we're competing. And that's Rasheed Rice. I like him. Okay? But we could do better with the value. His ADP is 60 and he's wide receiver 24. 
Yeah, Travis Kelsey did say he was coming back, but people have lied before. It's happened. You never know. Maybe he's like, I'm out. I'm going to go um, take my girlfriend's private jet from, um, you know, <laughs> Philadelphia to Camden. <laughs> it's very, they're right across the river. Long, long, long flight there. Yeah, that's why that's funny. Um, we don't know what the rest of that wide receiver tight end group is going to look like next year. Does it get better? Do they add people? Does Rice get less volume, less targets? We really don't know. I do think that they're going to add – they should add, like, two wide receivers, really. Yeah. Um, it's a deep wide receiver class, too, so it's a good time to do it. Although Mecole Hardman catching a long pass in the – like, come Did on. you see that he's the second player uh, to catch a touchdown for the Jets in the Super Bowl that had played for the Jets early in the season? Who was the other one? I, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry, but it was it's, it was just funny. Oh, it wasn't, like, recent? No, it was a long time ago. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so pretty irrelevant. But, uh, you know, and here's the thing. We're avoiding him, and I'm going to tell you why. So, again, his ADP is 60. With the ADP of 58, you move up a little bit. You can get James Cook, running back 11 in ADP. Why wouldn't I rather have James Cook than Rasheed Rice, a guy who's going to get more volume, who's going to get rushing, who's going to get receiving work. He showed that he could carry the load in 23. Nate, 237 carries, 1,122 yards, two touchdowns, 44 catches, 445 yards and four touchdowns, too many fours, James. Um, I'll try to grab him for a late first right now. And I know that wide receivers have a longer shelf life. We're competing. We want to bring it home. You can compete, win, and retool. That's what I like to do. You just prefer prefer the, the running back position at this value versus the wide receiver position? Or do you specifically think that Rasheed Rice is overvalued? I specifically think in this circumstance, Rasheed Rice is overvalued. Right. That's... I think because because wide receiver twenty four, I think he's undervalued. Okay. Um, I think his going rate is probably going to be a little bit higher. You know, they just come out the Super Bowl win. You know, I do think there's going to be competition added. I think he's going to be looked at more around wide receiver twenty eighteen, something like that, because he's got the Mahomes connection. I don't know if I'm willing to pay that price. Wide receiver twenty four prices like a, a late first. You know, if, if you offer me Rashi Rice with the one or nine, I'll take Rice. Because once again, I'm looking at Troy Franklin or whoever, and I'd, I'd rather have Rice. Okay. I think Troy Franklin was the 109. Yeah. So, AP up. you know, I think my projection for Troy Franklin is similar to what Rashi Rice has just proven to be. So I'll take Rice in that situation. So for for those late firsts, I'm, I'm taking Rice all day. You know, if you're going to have to start paying into the top seven, that's where it's okay. a little rich for me. All right. All right. Fair enough. Well, Nate, know, James Cook, though, just saying. Yeah, I mean, if you're like I said, you're competing. He could be a guy that could really help you. Um, yeah, over. I don't mind making this lateral move if you just need a running back. Yeah, exactly. So, and you could, like I said, win it and retool. That's what I'm going to be doing in open to suggestion very soon. The there retooling begins. So that being said, Austin Eckler's on the block. <laughs> Our league mate Emily. Which, by the way, thank you for the review, Emily. Shows me that some women do listen to our podcast. Austin Eckler would look really good on your team. And, hey, if you're out there, five-star reviews on Apple really help us out. It's free to do. It just takes a couple minutes of your time. But speaking of which, I won't take any more of your time. So, for Nate, I'm Mike. Thanks for listening, everybody.
If you want to level up above your competition, we invite you to become a member of our Patreon. For as little as $1 a month, you get access to our Discord chat, where advice is at your fingertips 24-7. When you level up to our 5 or $10 tiers, you get bonus podcasts, rankings, and specific tier-based chats. We are offering a free 7-day trial for a limited time, so head to patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind and tier up now. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.